Hey girlfriend, welcome to the Damn Happy, Damn Healthy podcast. This is your host, Chelsea Caller. We will be talking all things health, fitness, life, and relationships. This podcast is for the woman wanting to find her happiest, healthiest, and most confident self without flipping her life upside down or sacrificing the things she loves most in order to do it. I am so excited to have you here. Now, lady, let's get to it. Hello, Damn Happy, Damn Healthy listeners, and welcome to episode number 34 of the Damn Happy, Damn Healthy podcast. Thrilled and excited to have you back here, as well as to introduce you to a wonderful guest, Brooke Diaz. I am so excited for today's conversation. As Brooke and I both said, with this topic, sports are over, now what? Neither of us have ever really had a in-depth conversation around this and the reason this came up is Brooke and I were having a conversation in the DMs and she kind of started telling me about her past and she had said that after her career in sports came to an end she felt so lost in her identity and with that sense of community and she didn't know how to do fitness anymore and for the longest time she struggled finding happiness with her health and fitness and then after a few shaky years she has now found her reason behind why she does fitness and how it uniquely fits her and she's actually a personal trainer and a fitness coach at an f45 gym and she is just like so incredible and helping women get off fad diets and roller coasters and learning how to build a fitness routine and an overall lifestyle that's last and I am just so excited to introduce you to her and bring you into this episode where we talk about life post-athletics and finding your identity beyond your sports team and finding your identity beyond being an athlete and finding your groove as far as health and fitness goes and that sense of purpose and that sense of community and those goals and all the things and we touch on so many incredible topics when it comes to post-sports life. So I want to go ahead and have us dive into this episode. I hope that you enjoy it and I can't wait for you to meet Brooke. Hello, you guys. Welcome to the episode. I'm so excited to be here with Brooke. I know in that intro you heard all about her and all about kind of the stuff we're going to dive into today. We were actually having a DM conversation a couple of weeks back and we got on this topic of like maybe doing a podcast around this whole idea of being like a past athlete and it being something that's not really talked about in the health and fitness world and kind of like losing your identity after that life and losing your identity as far as like your health and fitness goes, but just in general as well too. So I can't wait to dive into this because I know that inside my fitness membership anyway, I have a lot of past athletes and I think in my following community, I do as well too. So Brooke, welcome. I'm so excited to have you here. Go ahead and just like talk to us about your health and fitness journey and maybe of maybe and of course include a little bit about your sports background and who you are, what you do. I can't wait to dive in. Yay, I'm so excited. Thank you so much for having me. I um, am so inspired by you. So I'm just so excited to chat a little about this. Um, Okay, yeah. So I'm Brooke. I am 24, about to be 25 years old. I'm currently a certified personal trainer working in Richmond, Virginia, but originally I grew up and I was raised in a very small farming town in South Jersey called Woodstown, um, which I loved. And that's exactly where I found my love for sports um, from being on a team 
from the ages of, I guess I can just get into it. So get yeah, into so it. <laughs> I, yeah, get into it. So um, the first like sport I ever played was softball from ages four until 17. That was like the one sport my, um, cause my mom was raised in like the sixties and seventies. So like her jam was softball and she never wanted to put me in dance or anything super girly. It was always just get gritty. Um, which I always want to dance and all that, but I'm glad she <laughs> put me in softball originally. Um, so yeah, so we did softball. Um, I say we a lot because I am a twin sister. So I kind of just, I didn't know you were a twin. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. She's great. Um, we played all the sports together and we fought a lot on the field. So it was always a good time. <laughs> um, so yeah, we played softball and then from there, um, played basketball cross country. And then in high school, I really dove deep into track and field hockey. Um, and that's where I found my community and just my team. And I, I loved every single bit of it. Um, and it is such a challenge to move away from that. I chose to take the path of going straight into college. I moved to Virginia after I graduated high school and financially my mom, um, nobody really went to college in my house. So my sister and I, we just, we decided to go to college and it was already so overwhelming to apply to college, apply to FAFSA, do all of that. So even though I wanted to do a sport so badly in my mind, I thought that was just too overwhelming. So I just decided to quit it all um, after high school and just go to college and work full time. And you didn't, I didn't realize how much of an effect it would have on me until I was in a new state, a new school, um, a new life. And I was like, okay, like, who am I? You know? So mm -hmm. that's a little about me. Um, I did struggle for the first few years of college, um, with dieting because I, I wanted to find something that to fill that void. So I dove into diets like whole 30 and trying to find a community there and, um, dove into like the gym. And I do love the gym for sure and like weightlifting, but nothing really like filled. No, I never found that community that I always was looking for, I guess, in the beginning. Um, mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. then now I, I found that I can do fitness and health my own way. And it's whatever that makes me happy. So I um, do a lot of different things now and it makes me so, so happy, which I'm sure we're gonna do. <laughs> I love this. Okay, so I didn't know, know if you know this, but my sport was softball. Yes. Did you yeah, know, I that? Didn't know that? Okay, mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> okay, so I played softball in college and it's so funny like I did make the decision to do it in college, but I feel like I kind of had that same I even talk about this in my journey like getting out of that community where like you're like filled with like all the motivation, yeah. all the support, you're fighting for goals, you're um you have a common goal with people and you're there in it. And then all of a sudden it's done and it's like, okay, what now? And yeah. it it's not simple. And it's like hard to kind of like fill that void and figure out what it is, what it is is going to work for mm -hmm. you. Because, um, and I think sometimes people leave fitness behind altogether. And I think that the, it's the assumption that like you said, like that we have it all together, but we really don't. So this is really, really interesting. And I can't wait to kind of dive into this more. I did not know you were a twin either. Really interesting. Yeah. And that's kind of where I lost my identity too, to be honest, because in growing up in a small town, everyone knows you. We, um, we are called. Oh yeah. I, I relate. Yeah. yeah you were <laughs> I relate. Too. And so that's who we were. We were the Dibel twins and we played sports. Um, 
so yeah, I lost, I lost everything. I was so lost. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I can relate in a sense of just like sports being outside of the community and outside of like, just like my whole life. And it sounds like your life too. Like you were identified as an mm-hmm. athlete and like, that's who you were. And it was so much a part of your identity that like taking that away or like having that be something that's no longer a part of your identity, even though I think it still is like once an athlete, always an athlete, but it's just different to like no longer have that piece of you to identify with and to like find out kind of like who you are as an individual, because I think sometimes in like a sporting community, we can get so wrapped up into like the, the like vision as a whole and the whole like big dream big vision big goals and we kind of don't necessarily focus as much on who we are just as like an individual like athlete athlete left left to the side um so tell me kind of like your journey as you like your health and fitness journey post athletics so let's kind of talk about that and I can talk about mine too but like what is like what did what did it feel like to first like enter into the fitness world after athletics? Like where where did you like feel the void and how did you kind of find yourself eventually? Oh, oh boy. Yeah, it was um it was really hard. I'm not going to lie. It was really really hard and again, like the first few years were super shaky. I when I first moved to Virginia, I worked at a gym um, making smoothies. And that was my first time ever stepping inside of a gym because um, growing up in a small town, there was like no gyms at all. Um, <laughs> yeah. Like none. Um, I think the football players in high school like had a little area and I like, dabbled in it once in senior year. Senior mm-hmm. year but other than that, that was it. And so I just remember feeling like I was excited because I was like, whoa, there's this whole new building um, with all these fun little things and I don't know how to do any of it. So during my lunch breaks or during um while i was supposed to be making smoothies i would like google like exercises to do after Mm -hmm. my shift and like learn how to do it and um i i got really into it but then that excitement kind of just ended and loneliness started to sink in and it was like an unexpected loneliness um i i did find like boot camps and those classes they do at the gyms those are amazing Mm -hmm. and i that was my first step into figuring out, okay, like I need some type of community. But in the very beginning, beginning of it, it was mostly just loneliness and like confusion and excitedness, but also scary at the same time. <laughs> yes. And I think that it's interesting, like whether you, and, and I had both experiences. So I had the experience where I went to a really small high school and we had like we didn't have a bunch. I mean, we had a weight room, but it wasn't like we had this like structured program that we're doing now kids. I feel like that's even more popular. Like people are actually doing more strength training growing up or like if you went to a bigger school, maybe you did, but we did not. Like we practiced, we conditioned, like we ran and stuff, but it wasn't like, like me, like going around, like throwing some weights around or doing anything intentional as far as that goes. And it's like, you your fitness is your sport like you don't do anything extra like and it's just so simple because you've been doing it since what age like I in order to be fit and healthy I go out and play softball or I go out and run track or I go play volleyball or basketball and 
in small towns like we're both from and I know a lot of my listeners are gonna relate to this because they're from small town as well too it's just like you do all the things and you have all the community and I was the same way I like did all the sports well then I went to college and I did have like a little bit of like an area where I got to learn from strength and conditioning coaches like how to do certain exercises but I was still in that like community like team group and so like I and someone was telling me what to do so I for four years once again didn't feel lost because I had someone telling me what to do I had a team of women just like having that same goal but then the second I left it was like even though even though I had done the stuff like I remember being in a gym and I, I was a personal trainer at that point and I had learned a lot about exercise and that's what I studied in school but I remember feeling so lost not necessarily as to like what to do but like what my goals were like I had no idea I'm like what am I even working for what am I even trying to accomplish here and that made me feel the most like lonely and lost I think because it's like I feel like I just went in the gym and I was just kind of like dabbling around, doing something here, doing something there, just because I was so like lost as far as like, what's my sense of purpose? Like, I don't, I don't have like this like big goal that I'm going for, like whether it was in college and we were fighting to win a national championship or whether it was in, um, I don't know, like high school and you're trying to win the game or have the fastest time you've ever had when it comes to like track and stuff like that whole sense of like accomplishment from what we knew it as had like been taken away and it's all of a sudden now about losing weight or changing your physique and it's just it's just different (laughs) like it it goes from like one extreme to the next I don't know can you relate Yes. Oh my gosh. I'm like sitting here and be like, yes, girl, I understand. <laughs> I completely understand. Yeah. Cause as a kid or as a, a student athlete, you go from it just being fun, like you said, and yeah, you didn't like, you didn't have to think twice about it. You had a coach telling you what time you have to be there, what you need to do. Um, and then yeah, transitioning into it, it honestly felt like it was a chore. My mom gave me, like I was checking something off the box because I knew in the back of my mind, okay, I have to stay healthy. I have to stay fit, especially because I was so fearful of like the freshman 15 and just about all of it. And because I did love fitness overall, but I thought I have to do it a specific way to be able to have a sense of purpose. Um, yeah, I would just check off the box and not even feel fulfilled with it. And, um, yeah, I, I even remember working at that job at the gym, there was a bunch of personal trainers there and they taught me a lot, like I said, but they were really into like powerlifting and bikini competitions were huge then. And mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, I tried that for a few months and I hated it. So I'm like, I'm just sitting here on a machine, <laughs> not doing much. And like, I'm like, my husband, my husband hates me sometimes because I'm like an energizer bunny on crack. I don't drink coffee. I don't do anything, but I'm so high energy. And and I'm like, okay, I can't just weight lift all the time. Like I need to run and I need to do this. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a whole <laughs> new ball game for sure. It really is. And I love that you brought that up. And this is kind of off topic, but I love that you brought up the whole idea that like you felt like fitness had to be that mm-hmm. way. Like, you know, like, oh, well, this is what they're doing. So that's what I should probably be doing. Like they're doing the whole bikini thing. Well, 
I should probably train for that too. And I, I wouldn't, I would be lying if I didn't say I've had that thought before. Like when I first came on to like the health and fitness space post-college, that's what everyone was doing. That's what I saw on social media. It was like all these women my age, like training for bikini competitions. And I did not feel pulled to it at all, but I did have the thought in the back of my head, like, oh, is this what I'm supposed mm-hmm. to be doing now? Like, is this what fitness looks like for me now versus like, it being just like performance related before and all of that. And like, I love that you said that because it's so important for so many people to know and realize that like your fitness routine is unique to you. Like you, like, like you just said, like you are an energizer bunny and I completely relate to that. (laughs) Like, I'm like, I can't just like sit here and do like six sets of deadlifts and then do six sets of this and that. I'm like, no, I want to do like 17 different exercises in my workout. <laughs> like I, I want to do all the things. Um, and that's an exaggeration, you guys. I'm not like really saying that. Like I do like to deadlift, but like it's the truth. Mm-hmm. And I think had we like gone with that and not realized like my fitness can look however I want it to. And prior to prior to having to like make that realization, I don't want to say it was handed to us, but like kind of like on a silver platter, it's like, okay, you're a softball player. Here's what you do to be a better softball player. Okay, you run track. Here's what you do to be a better runner. And when you like dive into the health and fitness world and it's all of a sudden like, well, what am I now? (laughs) And, And you think like, oh, well, I guess I have options. Like I need to be a bikini person or I need to be a power lifter or I need to be a runner. Like it's like you have to choose one. You don't have to. You can be all the things. Like you you really can. So thank you for bringing that up. That's so good. Yeah, it's it was something I definitely struggled with for a while. And um, I used to get like offended by the people telling me like, oh, you're just a cardio bunny. Like if you stop doing cardio, you'll be able to like put on more muscle and like all the personal trainer guys at the gym. I'm like, but I don't like that completely. Like I like all yeah. of it. So yeah. Maybe you def- want to be a cardio bunny. I mean, you know, yeah, like, like what's wrong maybe with that? You like running. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I, know, so I signed up for the Disney half, mar- the Disney marathon in January. So I'm like, oh my gosh, that's the longest I've ever run. So just coming finding- up. Yeah. Yeah. Coming- <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> so what like, cool. I'm sure we're going to talk about it, but like, it's always about finding things that you love. And I did mm-hmm. a whole mix of things. And yes, yeah, so this is the next little challenge that I'm doing. So I'm very excited. That is so cool. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yes. We're going to talk about that. <laughs> I'm going to make a mental note. Yeah. I want to know all about it. Hello, my love, taking a quick mid-episode break to pop in and say thank you for being a loyal listener of the Damn Happy, Damn Healthy podcast. I am so excited to pop in here and say thank you and extend an offer of a seven-day free trial inside the Damn Happy, Damn Healthy fitness membership just for you, my amazing, epic, loyal, and wonderful podcast listener. If you are looking to take the things that you are learning here inside this podcast and turn them into a real-life mentality and to experience this firsthand, then this free trial is for you. You are going to get seven no-strings-attached days inside the Damn Happy, Damn Healthy Fitness membership. That's five free workouts. That's a community of epic women just lifting you up and supporting you to reach your goals, nutrition support, mini trainings, and so much more. Go ahead, 
scroll on down, click the link in the show notes to grab this limited time offer. I hope that you take advantage of it and I hope to see you soon inside the Damn Happy, Damn Healthy Fitness membership. So next thing, before we like get off this athlete topic, because I could totally see us diving into like that kind of stuff. Um, What do you think like, and we can have a conversation around this, like athletes going in from like all in to all out because I know that like both of us have had an experience in a journey where we like never really fell off at least I don't think so like you you were doing something whether you were like even through the trying to find that sense of purpose like we we still kept going but I know that there are definitely athletes out there who were all in when it came to like athletics and then now that they've lost that sense of purpose or like struggling to find a reason like why they're exercising that they've just like completely falling fallen off or like not not doing anything at all anymore and I want to kind of like talk about this because I think sometimes with exercise people think that and, and I've made this assumption as well too. So I'm in, I'm not like talking at you guys. I'm talking with you. Like I'm, I'm people as well. Um, we think, um, that if you're not like killing yourself in a workout or if you're not going like as hard as possible, or if you're not training for a goal, then what's the point? And I, I, I used to think this, like, I feel like I used to feel this way when it came to exercise. And if I didn't like burn X number of calories, or if I didn't have this much of sweat to like wring out of my shirt, then I didn't get a good enough workout in. Granted, I I still really enjoy that. Like I can't lie that I don't. And I've said that on this podcast before. I'm like, y'all, I'm that girl. I'm the girl who wants to like wring my shirt out after my workout. But I found like that new sense of peace with like the whole idea that movement and exercise doesn't always have to be this like hardcore like I can't even walk after sort of thing so do you think like have you ran into anybody like this like I know that I've spoken to athletes and people who I was in sports with who just like and I'm not like calling them out I'm just saying like who have completely fallen off and I can see why that's why this would have happened yeah no I completely agree I'm kind of like you where I never stopped um but I did have a point where I would over-exercise and not like, I would feel like I have to do a vigorous exercise, like workout every single time. And granted, I'm that crazy person who loves that too. Um, every <laughs> once in a while, I really, really do love it. But it got to a point where it just became super unhealthy because I was just thinking about killing myself every time um, or pushing myself way over the limit because I didn't have a coach also who like told me, okay, stop, you need to take a rest day. So I never took rest days. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, for those people who kind of just like fell off and, and stopped altogether, I feel like as an athlete, you have this mentality where you're like all in and you want to do really, really good. You want to perform very well. So whether that's like, if you're a college student now, or if you're after college and you're in your career, I feel like sometimes we, a lot of people I've seen use all of the energy that they used to use in a sport and put it into their career and put it into studying, which is amazing. But um, they they find it hard to prioritize health again. Um, and with people I see who do that, they have, um, I mean, I'm someone who has, is very anxious. I have anxiety all the time, um, even through sports. But with sports, it's helped me keep that at bay because I was able to focus some, on something else. But without it, I remember having times where I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm studying so much, 
like I would love to just go on a run right now. But with that being said, like with the people who just put all their energy into something else, they, they lack that prioritization for, for their own health. And I think that's when you have to get to mm-hmm. where it's like, okay, to do all these other things well, you still need to prioritize your health and your fitness. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. And one thought that I had as you were saying that is – I think like the level of like competitiveness and frustration kicks in as well too. So if you're a past athlete and you've just like fallen off and like I'm speaking to you right now. So if you're a past athlete and you've fallen off and you're listening to this, like you don't have to, I know I'm competitive and I hate, I don't like not being good at things. Like I, that's just like my personality. And I think that's an athlete trait. Like you struggle to like not thrive or be really good at something um and you can kind of go through that with exercise especially if you've fallen off for a while or if you're like trying to find like a new way to exercise like of course whenever even if you're an athlete like or even if you're like someone who like you felt like you're a pretty coordinated person or you felt like you're a pretty fit person it's okay to not be the best and it's okay to dive into something and not feel like you are the most fit. And this is something that like full transparency, you guys, that I like struggle with. Like, I'm not going to say that I don't. Like, I am very competitive. I'm a perfectionist and I don't like to not be good at something. (laughs) Okay. And that is the athlete coming out in me. And I think I even have to remind myself, like, it's okay to be a beginner and it's okay to not be like the best person it's okay for every workout not to be like it's the national championship and I think based on what you're saying I love that because it's it's just a matter of shifting that goal from performance to health and happiness Mm -hmm. like don't you think so like it's such a performance related thing when it comes to athletics and I'm not going to say that like that athlete still doesn't live in me and I like want to run my mile as fast as I can and I want to be able to lift more weights. But if you're trying to like shift that focus and like reinvigorate yourself as far as like long-term health and fitness, start thinking about your goal not as like performance or like metrics and that kind of stuff. Like doing things simply because it's going to give you more energy to thrive in other areas of your life. Like I think we, with, with health and fitness and like with exercise, so often we lose sight of that idea that health and fitness originally is, I mean, it's, it's for your health. Mm -hmm. Like I think that we get so wrapped up in, oh, you work out to lose weight or, oh, you work out to look a certain way or, oh, you work out to get to, to like run faster, but ultimately we we should exercise because we wanna be overall like healthier on the inside. We wanna live longer. We wanna feel more energized. We wanna be happier. That's something that's like we lose sight of. And I think that especially athletes, we can lose sight of that because it's been so performance focused for so long. Yeah, no, totally agree. I oh, totally can relate with that because Yes, performance is performance goals. Like I'm always preaching about that because it is fun and that's where I find it to be the most fun. But as you become an adult, it is always about, or what I see, it's always about losing weight, gaining muscle and those type of things. When it really, if that's not your thing, then you can just use fitness and health as like as movement and as like have your goal to be long-term. Cause for the longest time I tried doing those diets and things like that. 
for short term if for short goals, like short-term effects. Um, and it never lasted because they're unsustainable. And once I started changing my mindset around thinking like, okay, this is health and fitness for my overall health, even thinking way beyond in the future when I want to have kids one day and all of that, like I want to be healthy for my future family so I can keep having that energy. Those are great goals to have. And I think we lose sight of that mm-hmm. as we become older. We do. And that's just what the health and fitness industry looks like. Mm-hmm. It's like you said earlier in this, um, you said something along the lines of like, it's like fun for you. And then all of a sudden, like it's fun and it's something that's exciting. And then all of a sudden, like physical activity becomes this thing that's just like, I don't want to do that. Like, blah, blah, like that kind of thing. And I yeah, think it's just because we lose sight of like what it's actually for and how it makes us feel. So, huh. So good. This is like, yeah. I I hope there are several athletes listening to this. And if you guys are listening and you're a post-athlete and you relate, definitely share because this is all stuff that I don't think I've ever actually said this stuff out loud. Like, mm-hmm. I've yeah. always felt it and I've like, I've worked through it on my own, but I've never had like conversation around it. And I think it's something that that'll probably a lot of people are feeling and we don't even realize it just because it's it's real. Like it's something so real. And there's so many athletes out there. So let's talk about like your current, like you overcome like this, like you, you find, I can tell, I mean, I haven't known you long, Brooke, but like based on like your social media and based on your presence, I can tell that you're really happy and like what you're doing and how like you've like found your groove when in terms of health and fitness. I know you said something about your marathon. So like, tell us more about like current Brooke, like what are you doing? Like and tell us about what are you doing career-wise? What are you doing with um, your health and fitness journey? Like, tell us more about that. I'm so excited. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So, so yeah, it was a few shaky years. But once I let go of the mindset of doing the things the way people, other people have done it or just doing the things that I think I should be doing as, as an adult um, and switching on to the mindset of just doing it for me and finding what I love to do, I love to just move my body and I love new things. And when I do new things, I one meet new people. Um, (laughs) and just like, I I'm, it's so fun. It's so fun to me. So once I, um, yeah, figured that all out, I started signing up for races. Um, Richmond has a lot of really fun. I mean, all cities really have really fun races you can do. Um, and then I did a few of those. I did a few half marathons. And then from there, I um, joined like a basketball league for my church, an adult league. That was funny because our our, like priest or pastor, um, he he was the ref. And I'm, again, very competitive. And (laughs) um, some things came out of my mouth. And he's like, whoa, Brooke. I'm like, well, this is the athletic Brooke. (laughs) Um, And then from there, I, I signed up for... Uh, super Spartan last summer. So every year I sign up for things just because I do love that performance and because I am competitive and because mm-hmm. it's super fun and finding those people. Um, I've signed up for, with those half marathons, I did a lot of running groups in our community. Uh, again, I was literally the youngest person there. Um, it was always <laughs> older, middle age. I always ran with like an older middle-aged man, which sounds weird, but like that was, you just find a pacing buddy and he yeah. was always and uh-huh. uh, I was like, okay, every Sunday I'm gonna go downtown and do this, and uh-huh. and it also just puts you back into that routine. Um, 
and challenging yourself in, in ways that you used to be challenged. Um, and then, yeah, now with this Disney marathon, I signed up for it last a couple weeks ago and now I'm super excited. I that is so that, cool. No, I think that's incredible. And I love that you bring up the whole idea of like the competition doesn't have to like completely disappear. Like there are ways to like fulfill that need with other stuff. Um, My husband and I, our favorite sport, this is funny, but our favorite like sports league, it, he does like um slow pitch and stuff, but our favorite sports league is kickball. Yeah. So if you have the opportunity, anybody listening to this, to sign up for an adult kickball league, yes. it is so much fun. And that kind of like fulfills like my comp- – I am I am probably one of the more competitive kickball players, I have to say. Like <laughs> I get kind of worked up and excited about it just because that's the athlete in me. But it's so fun to like play kickball and have it like fulfill that like – void that you were having like not being a part of something so that's like one of ours and I love that you say that in regard to like signing up for races or and it doesn't have to be necessary like it's you against you yeah that's what's cool yeah. like it's not you it's like you against you and doing that stuff and filling that void with things that aren't necessarily um like they're competitive but they're not like like it's easy to sign up for and easy to find. So I think that's so cool. And this half marathon, and is it in, where's it at? Is it Florida? So it's the full marathon. It's in Disney World. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's super exciting. So I'm very cool. excited for it. Um, a little nervous, but at the same time, I don't even realize that I'm going to be running 26 plus miles. I'm just going to. Have you ever ran a, a marathon? I've run. I've this run is awesome. Marathons. I run two of them. Um, they're actually on our wedding anniversary. I sign up for it every year and it's on our wedding anniversary. Mm-hmm. And then I'm pretty much dead for my, for that night. But um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> my husband, uh-huh. it's, uh, it's, it's exciting. I'm excited for it. That's awesome. Oh, so cool. So Brooke, if you were like thinking about a past athlete, whether it's someone who has been in like our shoes or someone, I guess just in general, what do you think like the number one piece of advice you would give someone who's like trying to find their health and fitness path post sports? Like what piece of advice would you give them? I would say that to remind you that your sport isn't, I know we touched on it before, but your sport really isn't something or your sport is something that you do. Um, It doesn't define who you are as a person, even though at first, like as a full person, because I know it, you know, we all have those qualities that make us that athletic person that we are. Um, and it's hard to see that at first, but you are an athlete, um, being an athlete means more than just being good at the actual skill, like of running or hitting a ball. Um, you gain so many more skills through playing a sport that you can use with your career and with your life in general. Like, for example, like think about how much grit you've grit you've done or gained and the confidence and the leadership skills that you've, um, gained from playing a sport. And I mean, personally for me, that's helped me become a really good coach and whatever career that you choose, you can draw on those experiences that you've had as an athlete and still use them in other avenues of your life. And I know you said one, but then another one I would have is um, Mm -hmm. make fitness fun again. Like you can, just because you're an adult doesn't mean that you can't be a kid um, because there really aren't any rules when it comes to your own fitness and your own health that you have to follow. So like I said, sign up for new things, try new classes, join groups, 
um, if you wake up one morning and decide to run 100 meters and then the next you do a yoga class or a weightlifting class or whatever, then do it because like it's your life. So yeah, mm-hmm. that's what I got to say for that. I, <laughs> I couldn't have said that any better. Okay. <laughs> you wrapped it up perfectly. I think that that's amazing advice. And I just love the fact that you said sports don't define us like that the sport that we play does not define us and we are someone outside of that Mm -hmm. and yes we gained so much from playing sports like you said grit and that sense of like being loyal and being competitive and like going all in on something and throwing your heart into something I think those are all amazing qualities but I think we always need to remember like I am no longer like And I've found my identity, but I know that it's hard. Like, I'm no longer Chelsea the softball player. Like, I I used to be, and I used to identify with that, and it's it was my identity for a long time. But I think stepping outside of that and figuring it out beyond beyond that is is so important. And telling everybody that just like you do have a huge identity outside of that and you're a person with or without that attached to you a very valuable person so I couldn't have said it any better so good so the last thing and I always ask my guests this so they know it's coming um is just kind of talking I mean obviously you know me you follow me and like my brand is all about being damn happy and damn healthy so I asked this question in like two forms and I'm trying to like decide which direction I want to go with it for today with you and I've, I've been taking it this one direction recently so I think I'm going to do that so I want you to tell me like start to finish like what your most like damn happy damn healthy day would look like like if if you were gonna like have a day that's like damn happy damn healthy like you get to plan your day from start to finish what would it look like oh my gosh that is a great question <laughs> <laughs> oh wow okay um first yeah being damn happy damn healthy I love that that's your thing because like that embodies me wholeheartedly um oh good so yeah so my my day oh my day <laughs> first I could have like told you this ahead of no, time. Totally this I don't tell them. I tell them I'm going to ask them something about damn happy, damn healthy, you guys. But I don't like tell them what exactly I'm going to ask. So this is always like right off their top of their no, head. No, it's totally okay because I, I, I tell this to my husband all the time because he's always like, what What do you want to do? What do you want? He's very, not materialistic, but he he's more materialistic than me. I'm all about experiences. So I'm like, okay, bud, like uh-huh. I want to do this today. So I'm, I'm good at this part. So... <laughs> Um, in the morning, wake up early because I don't like to sleep in. So probably like 6 a.m. Um, go on a hike of some sort. If I was in Utah, which I'm not, I would go on a hike in Utah. Don't know if that's acceptable for that answer. You but, can do that. Yeah. yeah, you can do whatever so, you want. Um, I lived in Utah for a little bit and it was the best place in my life. Um, yeah, so go hiking and then probably eat a really good breakfast out because breakfast is my favorite meal of the day. Um, my favorite food is pancakes, so probably have some pancakes. Um, probably go walk a few dogs. <laughs> like so random. Walk a few dogs. Uh, pl- hang out with my family for sure, and go to the movie theaters. You know, once that opens back up, <laughs> and that's pretty much. This is awesome. I love it. It's perfect. Breakfast is also my favorite meal of the day. It's like the best meal. Yes, me <laughs> I, I could eat it for every meal. <laughs> I will make it for dinner all the time. And my husband's like, okay, like 
do you want real food? I'm like, no. Yeah. My husband hates when I say, can we just have breakfast for dinner? He's like, can we just have something yeah. else? <laughs> Not breakfast. <laughs> he doesn't love eggs. So what? he's like, I'm like, how don't you love eggs? He'll eat them, but yeah. like I could eat eggs for every meal. I do sometimes eat eggs for every meal. I know. It's yeah. Me too. So your day sounds incredible. I love Thank your day. God. So that's awesome. Um, you guys, this was so much fun, and I hope you enjoyed this conversation between Brooke and I. Like I said, I've never like talked about this stuff out loud, so I love that we're kind of starting a conversation around this. If you are listening and you relate, absolutely let us know, girl, because. There, I feel like there's a community of us out there who kind of have felt this way or are feeling this way right now, and we got to stick together. So, Brooke, thanks for coming on and having this conversation with me. I really appreciate you. I do want you to tell people where they can find you on social media and that kind of thing because I'm sure they're going to want to go give you a follow after oh, this. Oh, yeah, for sure. No, it was so great. I'm so glad we got to talk, and I really do think that so many people go through this too. And it's just, yeah, so it, no one talks about it, um, but we all feel it. So no. I'm so glad we were mm-hmm. able to do that today. Um, okay. Yeah. So I'm pretty much the Brooke Diaz on Instagram, on Facebook, anywhere you can find me is the Brooke Diaz. Um, and yeah, I'm, I preach about having a sustainable, healthy lifestyle and trying to make it work for your own personal lifestyle. And that's all my jam. Love it. Love it. All right. Well, thank you, Brooke. We will see you guys on the next episode. I hope you love this conversation. Make sure that you take a screenshot and share it. Tell us what your biggest takeaway was. We'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Damn Happy, Damn Healthy podcast. Share some love for today's episode with a rate, review, and subscribe. And don't forget, take a screenshot of this episode for your Instagram. Tag me at Chelsea Caller and tell me your fave takeaway. I'll be talking to you again real soon, girlfriend. But until then, be damn happy and damn healthy.